Blog Talk Radio. Hello, welcome to Diva Strategies for Success. I am so excited. This is Robbie Motter, your host. We have an incredible guest tonight. She is Florence LaRue, and she is just amazing. Let me give you a little bit of background about her. Intelligent, beautiful, and talented are the words that are frequently used when describing glamorous Florence LaRue. She is the remaining original member of the Fifth Dimension. Over the course of a phenomenal career that has produced 14 gold records, six platinum records, six Grammy records, and numerous other awards, Miss LaRue continues to surprise her fans with her talent, stamina, and endless energy. Whether on stage, performing, lecturing, or serving as a celebrity judge for beauty pageants, such as Miss Universe, Miss LaRue juggles her roles as a speaker, vocalist, actress, mother, playwright, and humanitarian with the same electric perfection that she devotes to ballads such as One Less Bell, which bears the signature, Fifth Dimension Sound. Miss LaRue has performed all over the world as a member of the Fifth Dimension, including a State Department sponsored tour of then communist Europe and a tour of England with Frank Sinatra. She also starred in the stage play, Eight Misbehaving, um, with the group as a national tour of the U.S. and as a solo artist. He started the musical More, More Magic and More Magic in Canada. Her schedule with the Fifth Dimension has also included several White House performances and performances in prestigious rooms in Las Vegas. Their family-orientated show also allows them to perform in Disney World and for other family-oriented groups and organizations. She continues to throughout the United States, Canada, Europe, and Asia with the fifth mention performances on national television shows, including PBS specials, which offer high visibility for her and the group, introducing them to a new generation of music lovers. Although she plans to continue with the fifth dimension, Ms. LaRue is excited about the new direction her career has taken as a solo artist. She also plans to add several titles behind her name. After writing uh, the lyrics to the beautiful ballad "Say," recorded by the the Fifth Dimension, Lawrence was has inspired to continue um, her songwriting. She is recently completing her book "Let Your Light Shine" on mental, physical, and spiritual beauty, and she is also excited about her one-woman show, which she wrote titled "Just As I Am." Among the rave reviews is this quote from Dr. Mary Sias, president of Kentucky State University, where Miss LaRue presented her show. While the music was uplifting and exciting and delivered with an amazing energy, it was a story interwoven between the songs that was just that was spellbound. When her schedule allows, Miss LaRue is involved in charity work, which includes working with the Ann Douglas Center on Skid Row in downtown Los Angeles. Many of her community service projects are done without publicity or fans there. She is, she is a sought-after speaker, and she has a bachelor's degree in education. So at that point, I would love to say welcome to the show. Well, thank you, Robbie. I hope I can live up to that introduction. <laughs> well, you are. I, I tell you, I was just so amazed at all the things you do. How did you, you know, I understand you're from a little town in Pennsylvania. So how did you um, suddenly get in 
involved in becoming a singer and getting with the, uh, you know, coming together with the fifth dimension. Well, I grew up in a little town called Glenside, Pennsylvania. For those of you who don't know where that is, it's a beautiful suburb of Philadelphia. And uh, when I was in school, I had wonderful teachers, especially I remember Miss Dover, who was this little roly-poly teacher and was just wonderful. She loved her students, and um, I liked Miss Dover so much, I wanted to become a teacher. There are two things I wanted to do when I was younger. I wanted to teach, and I wanted to be in the movie. Now, these are really very different uh, careers. My mother was very beautiful when she was younger. She had the opportunity to be an actress, but her mother told her that was not a decent career, you know, for a lady in those days. So she supported my desire to be in show business. However, she encouraged me to finish college first so I would have something to fall back on. Now, that phrase, to fall back on, really gets me riled up when you speak about teaching because, to me, teaching is not something you fall back on. Teaching is so very important as a matter of fact, I believe teachers should be paid as much as any athlete or entertainer because they are molding the minds of our young people, and, and teachers are underpaid and not respected. But anyway, I agree with my soapbox. <laughs> no, but, I totally agree with you. They're forming, I know when my daughter was growing up, some of her teachers played a very big role in where she is today, and, mm-hmm. you know, and she credits that. Right, and you have some, of course, there are some teachers who are just doing it for the, the work, for the pay, but there are some very devoted teachers. I know I have a sister, Carlotta LaRue, who is a teacher, and uh, she's never been married. She loves her children. She makes the game shows. She does things with them, and uh, she's just a fabulous teacher. She's always waiting for the teachers. But getting back to uh, where I grew up, I came, my family moved, my mother moved to California, because we stayed with my grandmother, and once my grandmother fell on the ice, and she was lying there for about 10 minutes before anyone came. My mother said, that's it. We're moving to California where it's warm, and I'm not having my mother in the snow. Also, it was, you know, good for my career. Now, moving out Were you singing at that point? Were you already singing? Actually, I sang in church, sang the church choir, and I also took ballet lessons and violin lessons. Oh, wow. I, oh, yes, I remember getting on the, on the subway, going from Glenside to Philadelphia. I was terrified because I was you know, a young girl, and I would start really, real slowly walking. And by the time I got to the end, I was running trying to get out of that subway because it was very dark and uh, I was alone. But, yes, I studied ballet and violin. I played in school orchestra. Uh, I was almost first chair in, in violin, but I, I didn't like to practice. I, like I, was, I was very spoiled. Just like in school, I didn't like to study things because things came so easily to me. And sometimes that really makes you have bad habits. You, you don't become as disciplined. And I didn't want to play fields. I wanted to play songs. And I didn't want to, to practice. I wanted to dance. <laughs> I did. When we moved to California, I went to City College. It was very affordable at that time. And uh, I think it cost me about $6 a semester plus my book. I got my AA degree, and then I went to Cal State and got my bachelor's in education. And it was, it was really wonderful. Actually, I put myself in college. I sit back and think now. You know, sometimes when you're involved in something, you don't realize what you're doing. Now I sit back and wonder, how did I get to college? 
because I took 15 and a half units a semester and worked uh, 40 hours a week and bowled, and I, don't, and I studied at work, I don't, but I made it through. Wow. Degree, yes. As a matter of fact, I was doing my student teaching when um, first year that I was a member of the fifth dimension. Uh, so how did you well how did you connect with them in the first place? Well, when I came to California, I had no idea. As I said, I wanted to be in the movie, and I had no idea how to audition. And uh, so friends entered me into beauty contests, and I entered not because I thought I was so beautiful, but so that I could perform in the talent portion. As a matter of fact, recently PBS has been playing um, a segment called Things That Used To Be or something like that. I forget the exact title. And they have this segment where I was Miss Valverde. Oh, wow. Yes, and I, I was very fortunate. I was Miss Valverde. I was Miss Coppertone. I won quite a few of the beauty contests. And the year that I won the talent in the Miss Bronze California contest, there was a young man who was a photographer, and he... Uh, asked me to join a group that he was he was involved with. They, they had one of the girls in the group decided she wanted to do something else. And I said, no, 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 I don't want to be in a singing group. I'm not a singer. I'm an actress. I just sang so that I could, um, you, know, you know, be seen for the movies. And also I'm in, doing my student teaching. I don't have time to rehearse. No, I'm, I'm not interested. Well, he persisted, and that was Lamont McLemore, and that's actually how I got to the fifth dimension. And years later, uh, after I'd been in with the group, oh, I don't know, maybe five or ten years, uh, a, a gentleman came up to me, and he said, I know you don't remember me, but I was a judge when you won the Miss Bron- the talent in the Miss Bronze California contest. And when you walked out there and began singing, Eartha Kitt, who was one of the judges, said, there's our winner. Because I was different. All the girls sang in their gowns, and they sang beautifully. I know there were girls that could sing circles around me. But I studied with a, a gentleman, and what I did, I, pre- I did a production. I came out in a white suit, big white hat, carrying a hat box, and I sang April in Paris in French. Oh, wow. And it was just so different. And that's how I, that's how I got to fifth dimension. But your, your voice, I've listened to uh, your website. In fact, if anybody wants to know more about her, her website is www.florencelarue.com. I know that we have someone online that I, I'm sure is dying to ask you a couple questions. Okay. His name is Robert Hollywood Marino, and he travels the world with up with people. He's a dancer and a singer. Hollywood, are you there? Yes, ma'am. I am absolutely here and grinning like I just ate a banana sideways. <laughs> well, I know you're dying to ask her some questions since you both are in the entertainment field. So what would you like to ask her? Well, it's a, first of all, it's, it's an honor and a privilege to speak with you, Ms. Rua. Really, I've well, enjoyed you. your work for so long. Um and I love that you do family, you know, type entertainment. That's what I do, too. Oh, yeah. I don't yes. want to exclude anybody. I want everybody to come just like you. Yes. You know, uh, it sounds like the photographer is uh, partially responsible for getting you together with the Fifth Dimension. Right, because he probably would have asked whoever won the contest to join the group. Exactly. And luckily you were listening to your intuition and decided, to, all right, let's talk about it. <laughs> no, well, I, di- I didn't want to do it. As a matter of fact, 
the uh, the manager whom I later married was going to put me out of the group because I, I couldn't come to rehearsals. Oh, and wow. he told me later that he was going to put me out of the group because of that. Oh, wow. Well, that and, you would know, have been I, a tremendous loss for all of us. <laughs> you know, one of the things I noticed, I was looking at your upcoming schedule and, you know, the fact that you give back of your time and you're traveling. How do you – and and I think you're also a mother, right? Well, actually, now I'm a grandmother. Oh, my goodness. I've been well, how do you balance I mean, it all? It's been 47 years. Oh, my goodness. How do you balance it all? It, as you, you use the right word, it's all about balance. Um, God is very important in my life. My, my spirituality is very important. And um, that keeps me grounded, you know, and, and children will keep you grounded. I, I have one son and three grandchildren. And uh, you, you just have to be disciplined. That, that also helps. Is are any of the children coming in your footsteps to be performers? Oh, I think so. My one um, granddaughter wants to be an actress, and she's good and very pretty. How old is nice. she? Nice. She is. Uh, she just turned uh, thirteen. Wow, that's a great age. Oh, oh, but I tell her, no, don't do it, don't do it. This, this, this is <laughs> different now. When. When I got into show business, it was I think it was more fun, and now it's more business, and I don't know which is better. Yeah, I think with some, they, I agree with you. They've taken out the fun in it. I mean, I just think some of the like performers like you that have been around and and performed, and uh, they they just to me are the stars. I think some of the people coming up today to me just aren't what I call the stars. Right. But now one good thing I must say, the young people are becoming uh, business people, which is very good. I forgot it was show business. I'm a very, very creative person, and I don't like paperwork, don't like the business part, and I've been spoiled because I had a manager who just did everything for me. And now the business is really, um, even artists are entrepreneurs. You know, you have to get on the Internet. and I don't, I don't know how they find time to tweet and to, I don't even have a Twitter or whatever it is, and and Facebook, and all of those things. It's so time-consuming. Well, we put you all over Facebook for the show tonight, so you're on Facebook. Well, I'm on Facebook, but I don't go on there often. You no, know. I mean, I said I posted all your background and everything on, say, on my Facebook, and I have about 4,000 people on my site just to oh, say wow. who you were get great. you out there. I mean, you're already everywhere. How, how did you start writing songs? Because I saw that you've written a couple of beautiful songs. Well, actually, uh, the, the first song that I wrote, was, I, just, I just did the lyrics. A friend of mine had a beautiful melody, and it inspired me. So I wrote the song in two days. I actually wrote it for my late husband. It's called Say, Say You Love Me, and the, the music just was so beautiful. Now I'm... I'm interested in writing lyrics. Uh, I'm finally getting in, into writing melodies a little bit, but um, that isn't, you know, isn't my main focus. Right now, my main focus is my book and my one-woman show. Yeah, tell us a little bit. I know the show is called Just as I Am, and uh, tell me a little bit about it because it sounds incredible. Just as I Am is about my search for love. My parents were divorced, and um, uh, when I was very, very young, I was close to my father, but then he was in the Army, he was away. So I was always looking, I realized when I got older, I was looking for a father. 
and uh, I was married and divorced several times. And actually, and I realize now that there's someone who's always loved me, still loves me, always will love me just as I am, and that's God. That's you know, there's so many people who are looking for love, as the, as the country song says, they're looking for love in all the wrong places. But God is love. And I do believe that's all. That's what we're all seeking. And I don't mean to be, you know, God doesn't want religious nuts, you know. But I, I say I'm spiritual rather than religious. Right. But um, I, I believe that that's what people are looking for. They're looking for a foundation. And right. Just, and, it doesn't know, matter and what sure you're whether you're Jewish or Christian or what. Yeah. It doesn't matter. There's one God, and He loves us all, no matter how you choose to worship Him. Right, I it's a really, it's a really, it's a really great point uh, for other performers because a lot of times they're looking for fulfillment. You yes. know what I mean? In this job or that job, or if mm-hmm. I just get this opportunity, when like you say, there is a loving God that's out there that's always supporting us and always loving us. And, and we're looking for approval. That's what the applause is. You know, we're looking for that approval. Oh, I hope they love me tonight. You know, instead of right. just really enjoying the work and going out there and just giving the audience what they have, and of course hoping that the audience will like them, but not depending upon that, I, I think that's why we've lost so many of our entertainers who died of drugs because you, you know they just wanted to get higher and higher and higher, and they they think that they're as big as their PR people pump them up to be, not realizing right. that we're all just human. You know, I'm just right. a grandmother. I'm a mother who happens to be a singer. Yeah, I think one of the things when you're doing some of your charity work, which you give so freely from your heart, you must lift up when people when people meet you and say, "Oh my gosh, look at this woman! She's such a star and such a, you know, you know that she's giving of her time to be here for me." You know, I'm sure that that is a big um, plus in their life. And it makes me, it warms my heart when they see that I'm just, I'm just a human like them. You know, I've had my problems too, like everyone else. But I tell you, there's one place where it really hurts me, and that's in finding a date. <laughs> hey, Robert, well, you these guys are intimidating. You know, oh, you're a star. Hey, I'm a woman who likes to go to dinner. <laughs> this is hard to believe. Uh, looking at your website and the pictures. Uh, just the fact that uh, you're saying you're a grandmother now is hard to believe. So getting a date seems like it would be a cakewalk for you. Oh, it's not. It's not, especially when you have good morals. You know, now I, I, I know I had one man tell me that I was a dinosaur because I told him I didn't believe in sex before marriage. But, right. Um, you're my kind of woman. It, it's and a great dinosaur. That's the kind of dinosaur <laughs> real men are looking for, just so you but know. But where are they? Where are they? It's difficult. Well, we're, we, we, one day we're going to have a conversation about why they call me the miracle man. One day we're going to do that. Uh-oh. Uh, but uh, I'm, I'm telling you, that man is out there looking for you. I um, know. Hollywood, so I've had people tell me, why don't I go on the uh, the dating Internet? No. I don't believe in that. You know, my Bible says a man who finds a wife, not a woman who finds a, a husband. And so I just, you know, I'm just putting myself out there, letting people know I'm single. I would like to be married, and uh, just go on and enjoy life. I have a, a couple of wonderful male friends who are just friends. So if I need an escort, you know, I, I have, I don't have to go to a formal by myself, or if I want to go to dinner. So that's rather sure. nice. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. Um, what is your most exciting of 
thing coming up that you're, you know, that you're really looking forward to? Oh, funny you should ask. My my most exciting thing is, and it's a, it's a solo thing, I am going to be the keynote speaker and sing a couple of songs at a church in San Diego October the 6th. Is it nice. open for people the, to come and hear you? The reason it's so exciting to me is because I am so proud that they've asked me, a secular singer, to go in and to share my testimony. Because I go into schools and I speak to children, and one of the things they ask me is, how can you as a Christian, you know, get up there and sing and dance, you know, shake your booty, you know. I say, look, God gives us all talents. It's how you do it. If you do things, you know, you, you don't, you don't, you're not praying every minute of every day. You know, God meant his talents, and he meant for us to enjoy them and to share them. Florence, well, are you interested say, in getting into more schools? More some, schools and to, to doing more speaking, yes, very much Because so. I do know some superintendents of schools out in our area, uh-huh. and they probably would just love it if you were to have yeah. someone to come and speak to the kids. I'm thinking of signing up a speaking bureau because I would like to speak more because people need to know that. You can live life. Life is to be lived. You know, when I die, I want my tombstone to say, here's Florence Baruch, she lived. You not just existed. Right. Right. And her candle burned up, not out. Right, right. And you know you, what I mean? And life is so and short. They, I've lost so many friends uh, recently to That's cancer. Right. To, I, I just think that the thing I value most in life is my health. Right. right. I, I know you're. I, last a lot year I did three half marathons. Wow. And I look forward nice. to doing. Oh yes, you you have to keep active. I spoke to a group, uh, a church called Prime Life, and these people. I guess the average age was I don't know seventy and eighties, and they sat there. I said, look, first of all, Prime means the best. Life means you're living. This is this, you don't have to stop living just because you're seven or eighty. No, you can't do what you did when you were twenty, but you have knowledge you can share with young people. There's so much that you can do. People start. Right. I know some people that are forty who are old. Right. No. Do you train? Do you still run every day? No, I don't walk. When I do the marathon, I walk because I didn't start doing marathons until I was sixty. Wow. I wasn't going to shock my body into running, and it's so funny because I. Um, I got a medal in the mail once, and I said to my friends at walk, oh, did you get your medal for finishing the marathon? They said no. And so the next week I saw, did you get your medal? Finally, I looked at the medal, and I had came, I had come in third in my age group. But I was oh, wow. upset because I didn't, I wasn't racing. Had I known that, I would have walked a little faster. <laughs> well, but you see, here's the thing, Florence. You succeeded just by completing it, just by getting involved in it. You were already the winner. Right. See, I don't compete. I I compete against myself. I try to better my time, you know, each time that I walk. Um, I've slowed down because I've been really, really busy, and I got terrible shin splints because I didn't prepare properly. So I'm stopping for a while, but I look forward to to continuing doing my um, marathons because it's so much fun, and I like the the medals. (laughs) Are there there any performances that are open where people can come and hear you perform? We don't perform in the Los Angeles area very much, or in California a lot. Most well, of we're our talking Southern California, uh, you know, like anywhere in Southern California, so people could come and 
get a ticket or do something and hear you perform? Not yet. I've I've told my agents, please, there are all kinds of um, you know casinos here. Let's do some of these things in California. We recently just got back from Canada. Uh, tomorrow I need to perform in Arizona. So I want to perform at home. I did do one thing, and I was really not uh, very good at promoting myself. I was part of Make Music Los Angeles, and I did a show at the North Hollywood Museum. It was so much fun. There were people nice. who, you know, had been asking me when I was going to perform in the area, and it was free, and it was great. So I'm hoping to do something in the area so that well, my friends... Well, if you ever find out that you have time on February 1st, Hollywood is putting together our show for that Mardi Gras. We would be oh, we would be honored to have you come. We'll be, there'll be 220 people at that event. Right. I don't yeah, know what my show. schedule is right now. I have to look in the book. I write things down and then I forget them until it's about a month ahead. Then I start preparing for the next thing. Well, we'll give you an open invitation, Florence. Anytime well, if, if you're available, like, you know, that. We're, we're producing events all the time, so the invitations open whenever you're available. I'll also give you an invitation. To, I teach Zumba and yoga, so you're welcome to come to those classes anytime, too. Oh, where are your classes? What, what city? They're, they're in, in Temecula, in the wine country. Oh, that's kind of far from me. It's a little bit of a drive, but sometimes they come up to L.A. to do specialty classes or Zumba-thons or that kind of thing. Oh, that would be fun. I did, I did one Zumba class. Isn't it great? I mean, it's dancing and music and everybody right. participates at whatever level they're at. Right, right. I'm I'm thinking of also taking uh, yoga only for the uh, stretch. You know, the Orientals say you're as young as your spine. Right. And um, I, I look forward to just just keep moving. Florence, if you were going to give some tips to some of the younger, because I know you're really into helping the younger kids understand music and things, and it was somebody who had an interest in becoming a performer, what would be some of the tips that you would give give them? Well, one thing I always tell young people is know what your strengths and your weaknesses. If you can't carry a tune, don't try to be a singer. But you can still be in the music business. You can be behind the scenes. You can um, produce or direct. Uh, just know where your strengths lie and study. I still take voice lessons and dance lessons. Uh, and nice. People, right after after being have blessed with a very successful career, I still study voice because it's a muscle, and you want to continue to grow. Also, I tell them to take business courses so that you'll know how to use your money. It's not what you make, it's what you do with it. You know, I got, I got into show business for fame and fortune. I was blessed with both. But now the Lord has spoken to my heart and says, what are you doing with it? You know, who are you helping? Who are you mentoring? What are you doing with, with uh, what I have blessed you with? And also keep keep spiritually grounded. You know, don't... We're getting Vital. down to the end of the time. Hollywood, do you have any a quick question for her? Or? Uh, I wish we could talk for hours like this, you know what I mean, on the radio, so that people could hear all the – it's like liquid gold coming out of her mouth. It's just beautiful <laughs> things, well, you know what I mean, gets, that are benefiting everybody. Yeah, the show gets archived, too, so people can listen to it anytime at their, at their leisure. So that's kind of good, too. Uh, Wonderful. But I, I'm just so happy to have you know met you and have you on Thank the show. You. It was such an honor, and the work you are are doing is just absolutely wonderful because you're changing lives. 
and I'm I'm thrilled about your one woman show, and I wish you major success with that because it Thank sounds you very much. It, and also, what is the name of your book? My book is called Let Your Light Shine. And From Dolly to Diva. From Dolly to Diva. Because okay. you know, we all well, everyone is beautiful. beautiful. You know, everyone has their own beauty. And I see so many people, especially women, trying to copy someone else's beauty instead of taking what they have. They, You know, we tend to look at the things we don't like about ourselves. Enjoy what you have, what God's given you, and make the most of it. Okay, we're well, down to 90 seconds. So what I'd like to do is you've been listening to Florence LaRue, and if you want to learn more about this fabulous woman who is – the lead singer and the last remaining original member of the Fifth Dimension, go to her website, www.florencelarue.com. There are fabulous pictures there. There's all kinds of wonderful things, and um, she's just an incredible woman, and I'm just so honored that I got the opportunity to meet you, and I want to thank you so much for being on our show and thank you Hollywood also for being here and now you both have a new friend <laughs> Beautiful. and Hollywood is a, a great friend. guy he's a great person to know and he's a long time friend and he, hopefully we'll talk again Hollywood no absolutely we will because I, I might have an interesting gentleman for you to meet <laughs> uh, oh great hey <laughs> yeah yeah now he's not he's not on my website at, at roberthollywood.com but uh, we will talk again <laughs> make sure that happens. All right. All right. Well, I'm going to just uh, say thank you for being there, and I'm going to let everybody know they've been listening to Diva Strategies for Success. This is Robbie Motter, the host, and you can uh, check my website out at www.robbymotter.com. My email is rmotter at aol.com, and my toll-free number is 888-244-4420. I'm also the NAFI Western and Mid-Atlantic Regional Coordinator, and I'd love for you to take a look at the NAFI site, www.nafi.com. And thank you again, Florence. You were indeed a pleasure. Thank you. I hope to speak with you again soon. Love it. Love it. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye now.